previously on the Arius Adventures. Uh, it's been a while since we've had Sagoro around this season. I think we last saw you at the end of season one, or at the end of episode one. Now, your party now consists of you, Feora, Edab, and Ramathorn. I forgot about Edab. Uh, uh, a skirmish against another smaller orc tribe. From what I gather, and I don't want to get your hopes up, but it might have been a, a tribe that your mom was a part of. So she kicked your dad's ass. It's not looking like her chances of being alive are all that positive. Your chances of being alive are not positive. I'm just telling you what some of the scouts here have told me what they saw you awaken to what sounds like a very loud crack off in the distance almost like a lightning striking nearby what do you mean three figures did they come out of the lightning or yeah there was a right there was a flash of lightning and then my scouts saw three figures a short person and two tallerish figures and Oi, it's your Tagoro, right, lad? Right? It was Tagoro. I Stranger danger. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, it's all right. We've met before. I'm from the Raven Council, and I offered to come here and help provide aid from the Raven Council. I'm going to do their own investigation. I got to go make sure my egg is okay. You pull it out, and as soon as you do... It almost jumps in your hand. <laughs> he dabs just like, Oh, we it, we should smash it. I backhand him. Why of Goro and he dab? Why would we break it? It might attack you. I might attack you. Uh, a larger opening and you see a set of really bright blue eyes. Within oh my god, the- it is my son. Oh my god. And eventually, there's a large enough hole that you see this poking its head uh, up out of the egg. Oh my god, it's beautiful. All right, we are back after... In the new year, too. So, let's see. We just finished up in the pit with your friends. So, now we're jumping back to Tagoro. And when we last saw you, you had, let's see. Uh, we had the wizard from the Raven Council and his two assistants show up. He had some catching up with Fiora, um, Fatima, and Edab. As you guys are doing your shit out in the scar. And during the visit with the wizard from the Raven Council, your dragon egg hatched. So now you've got that whole bag of stuff to deal with as well. One of the things the wizard is there, the dwarven wizard is there to do with you guys is to help figure out the uh, stuff with the petrified lightning that's still out there and all that whole like obsidian glass that like killed everybody maybe your mother as well we know definitely like pretty much all the steel like a giant chunk of the steel thunders are dead including Feyora's dad however we still don't know what happened to your mom so maybe the wizards here can help with that and and everything and they're also here to investigate because you told him all about like the the what you guys saw down in the ravine below right i think so right okay so yeah and you didn't keep the little baby dragon a secret that was revealed as well well i tried to but didn't it hatch like right as he got there or something pretty much it, it hatched in your wagon shenanigans yep yep <laughs> You're not very discreet when it comes to keeping secrets. Take offense to that. Am I wrong? Tagore kills everyone and keeps it a secret. 
Okay, alright. I feel like I've heard you say this before at the start of an episode where Taguro kills everyone. I have a feeling like that doesn't really happen. In his head it does. Okay. So, <laughs> so we'll just go ahead and pick up right there with with you and your little dragon friend and, and everybody. Alright? Mm-hmm. So if I remember correctly, you there was a running joke in the last episode with you pulling out propeller hats for Edab and Ramathorn. Yes, and all my you, children. And all your children and you were we were ending the last episode with you doing the same thing for this new little baby dragon thing. Yeah, because uh, Fiora was just like, no. And I was like, eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> so that's that's where we were. And this was just as like the dwarf and his assistants were returning. So they hadn't quite made it back. So they okay. were just like, just reapproaching your guys' little uh, wagon and encampment. So we'll just pick up right there with that. So... <laughs> Feyora just like sighs heavily and everything as the little dragon lets out another little chirp like its little tail swishes back and forth happily and looks up at you little eyes blink again like the it has like a combination of fur that like that that trail of fur that runs down its spine and then like across its eyes stuff like it's got these like shimmering scales that are very like translucent and everything that catch in the light very very pretty you know like yeah this is like the coolest pokemon you've picked up yet in your journeys Hell yeah. <laughs> now these are like really bright sapphire blue eyes as it like blinks up at you so how was your day what are we gonna do with this tagoro we'll raise it how big do we think this thing's gonna get? God, I hope he'll eat the world. Don't say that! I want my child to be the very best. Okay, alright. Okay, so clearly we need to show this to the wizard, right? And have him assess the situation? But sure, it's whatever. Just know if he tries to take it away from me, I will kill everyone in this encampment and then myself. Oh, Alright. I feel like that was some character bleed over. <laughs> Alrighty. So, um, you see the the wizard and... Uh, What's his, his name? I'm gonna hit you. Had it written down, but Gavin decided to throw up on my notebook. Which mm. is awesome. Okay. Alright. So, yeah. So, they're approaching and... Uh, he makes his way over and it's just like oh. alright so that is hmm why the bit of magic you've got over there lad aye that is hmm not good by first assessment we'll say <laughs> that's a bit of uh, dragon magic over there that, that old bit of frozen lightning uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, you and your friends have come into contact with dragons before, I. And by now, is your little, your little green dragon, you're not hiding him at all, are you? Oh, I figured, like, by now he's, like, climbed out from behind my back and on my shoulder and is like, Hur? Yeah, at this point, the dwarf, like, scratch. he, like, pauses mid-sentence and he stares at the little creature. Uh, what in the nine hells is that? Oh, um, my child. I just, I just hatched him That's from a, an egg. It's a dragon eye. I found in the crypt of the Jade Empress's tomb, right? is <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I see. When it says that I put the cap on him. <laughs> Give it a little spin. Mm-hmm. Aye. Ah. 
Well. The dragons are just like attracted to me. It's so weird. It's so weird. All right. All right. Perhaps we should have a sit down, I. Because. Okay. Because my students and I feel that there's a lot more to this place than just some big old scary orc encampment or what's left of it. There's a lot going on here. That, he points to the, the petrified lightning, and then he points to the canyon where the mana lava river below is. And all that down there is a lot happening. So is this not a good environment to raise my child or Right. Is that I, what you're saying? <laughs> it's not my place to be saying what's a good place to be raising any sort of pets or children or anything like that. But what I am saying is there is a lot going on here. Mm. And something big caused something cataclysmic here. He takes a seat on a nearby like bench and lets out a sigh. And you see the the half elf and the Nico, they both pull out these little um uh, travel journals and kind of are taking their own little like notes of assessment um, to themselves just based off of like what they've seen so far and everything and Fatima she's kind of like arms crossed leaning against the wagon brows furrowed watching all of this Aora kind of like looking uncertainly kind of like I was not sure how to proceed kind of this is kind of like your area to deal with when it comes to this this wizard and his assistants on how to proceed with all of this and you don't Jesus. have me I was gonna say you don't have Manny and Garrison Roisin here to help take point on this either so this is all on you okay so yeah the, the dwarf is just like alright lad so We've got a petrified, frozen bit of mana that, from what I am seeing, is still coursing with active lightning. I mean, just approaching it, my, my students and I could feel it still rippling with energy, which tells me that it could have a secondary effect of going off again, which is concerning to me if it was already so destructive, you hear? Okay. So there's that. So we need to find out who and what did this to begin with and see if they can get rid of it. I'm, I, I'm a wizard who's been practicing for years and I'm worried that if I were to try to dispel it, it might set off a chain reaction of a secondary explosion and I don't want that and I'm sure you don't want that I I I <laughs> nextly now you've got this little adorable dragon I'm not going to lie yeah and it's seeming like since you and your group of lads have started coming into the forefront with that bastard old retina and all that. These dragons are becoming more prominent in this world. They're waking up or, or re-emerging, which is both good and terrifying. I don't know how much of the history of dragons you know about, but there haven't been dragons since, well, since ages and ages before humans, before Nikos, before even orcs or any of us were around and alive. They were all supposed to have been wiped out or, or gone from existence since the Dragon Blight, which was ages ago. So 
now that they're all starting to come back in these different ways is both good and bad, depending on who's finding them. Well, I mean, who says they're coming back at all? Who you says? Have, but who says? One? But who says they ever left? That's true. Perhaps, perhaps not all of them left. Perhaps some fell into hibernation. There are theories out there. Um, or they've been walking around looking like us for generations. That's true as well. I mean, I tell them about Rizal. I don't say Rizal's name, but I'm like, yeah, we did. We knew a blood dragon. Add that to the list. Interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. So what if they just been here and one of you all think they're dead? It would it would be interesting. I would be fascinated to return to the Citadel and study some of the more older texts that detail the dragon blight. We have um, a few writings, a few authors who are experts on on such things. One of them being a, a wizard who goes by the name of Fitzwick, who's very well written on the dragon blight and whatnot. Okay, here's a hint. I'm a, this is coming from me, Tagoro. Uh-huh. But if you have anyone who's an expert on it, on all the ancient languages, and they're, they've are they been alive for a while, have you checked to make sure they're not a dragon? Fitzwick doesn't reside in the Citadel or even in Vivandi. He's in the employ of a of the Kingdom of Ukraine, which is in the Dwarven okay, okay. Just calling it now. No, you're uh, very. I don't know how you even test that. Like, I don't know if you just like stab them and see if they like turn into a dragon or what. I, I don't know. I don't just walk up to people and randomly stab stab them, lad. That's not how you greet most folk. Most. Okay. Mostly. But my point being is, is I think, I think since you and your lads first started with old retina I think you all set something into motion I'm the dragonborn no no that's no. wrong camp wrong campaign setting kiddo who's her dog no <laughs> you little dragon <laughs> music starts playing in the background somewhere just really drums and epicness <laughs> anyways uh but the the wizard's just like I think you have all awakened something or at least put something into motion and it really excites me and I would I would really like to help you all and see where it leads okay well sure you're hired I you like slaps his hands on his legs. I kind of look at Fiora, I'm like, I don't fucking know what I just did. Fiora <laughs> is just, she gives a shrug, she's like, seems excited. I mean, you... Feel these nips. And Adam, as you're, as you're listening to him and everything, like, you remember back when you guys first met him, and he called you out specifically with your axe and everything. This wizard, this dwarven guy has seem to be interested in your guys' group to begin with, especially with, like, he called out how you guys had the art, you know, artifacts from the founding members of the the Raven Council and everything. So, I mean, like, this guy seems genuine enough, and he seems uh, pretty yeah. intelligent, so guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not paying him. I don't know who's paying him, but someone's gonna pay him. Probably Manny. Yeah. Yeah. Manny so Pam. Then, what? Manny Pam. Manny Pam. Okay. Just. I say that to like a bird because I always imagine that Kells is somewhere. So I just was like, Manny Pam. <laughs> a bird flies by. Mm -hmm. there, goes. Okay. there he goes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kel has already died in the... I don't know how far away yeah. he'd be from Manny, so I'm no. just assuming every wild animal I see is Kel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I already got my Kel kill count for the season so far. So then, now, 
I will go ahead and have my assistants get to work and start having them cast some some create food and water for your people here. We'll get some huts summoned. We'll get some feats made up because you all look like a bedraggled bunch of orcs, aye? Aye. I look at Fiora's, is it her sister? Cousin. Cousin, I'm like, eh, see, get results. But Tima's like, have- we're not bedraggled. Tima, did you have to kill people to get this? Yes. Who did you kill today? Well, no one today. Exactly. We're not bedraggled. No, and if we are? Kind of just like flounders. I'm just kind of looking at like, what is, what is the, yeah, what is the worst case scenario here? Eh, eh. You see, she's like really struggling. Like it's very much like she's all about like survival of the fittest and just like we fight. We we uh, don't need handouts and magic bullshit. (laughs) I agree. Magic is bullshit, but eh, stop it. (laughs) It's the 22nd century. Is it? At what century are we in in real life? Don't answer that. So anyway, edit this out. (laughs) Try it from the combo. We both show how intelligent we are as a duo. Anyways, so yeah, the the dwarf he gives a chuckle and he turns to to the the Nico and half elf. All right, Upon Charo, how about you go with these delightful two lasses here and see about helping their people? I and uh, the, the half elf Opon he he stands up and. You see, he pockets his little notebook away and nods as he heads over. Like, he starts standing up and everything. And the Nico, Sharo, she tucks her stuff away and shyly, like, makes her way over to join Fatima and Feora. And the four of them start heading over to, like, the rest of the encampment to start, like, helping with food and supplies and stuff like that. And, uh,. The, the dwarf looks back to you and he's like, So, lad, other than the dragons and the magic, is there anything else going on out here that you're in need of help with? I want to make sure that I'm here helping with everything that you all need. Uh, do I have anything else? I mean, that's up to you. You were helping Feyora with this and I know at some point you wanted to look into trying to find your mom so far Feyora and Fatima scouts haven't reported back anything further with anybody who's escaped or any sightings of your mom outside of like knowing that she was here at some point uh I tell him about that okay so you share with him about wanting to find your mom, or your guys' reason for coming out here was to find your mom. Yeah. And do you tell him about, like, the sending stone and all that and the dagger? Yes. Okay, so as you're explaining, he, like, strokes his beard and, and everything, and he says, he's like, I okay. So are you wanting to do a bit of magic then to further search for your mother? I mean, I can't do magic. But I can. Okay, I hand Edab the baby. He's the nanny. <laughs> okay. Edab happily takes the little dragon. Go feed him and don't eat him. Edab won't eat. Because Edab will get accent face. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't eat your brother. And I spin his hat. I think we said it was a girl, but okay. I think it was a girl. <laughs> Because I have a blitzy. Yes, I will kill everyone in the world for you. Right? Are you yes. talking to our dog? What? Are you talking to our dog? Maybe. Okay, you're doing well. Kill everyone for you. Okay. Oh, big yawn. Oh, big yawn. Oh, oh. Focus. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So Edab takes a little dragon and they head off to, I don't know, hang out in the wagon. Well, ye- now it's just you and, and the wizard. Do I have to get all the way naked? What the fuck? <laughs> Anything about that? I mean, it's magic. I don't know. No? Jesus Christ. No? No. Well, okay. Shit. God damn. All right. So, 
If you'd like, I can scry for your mother. I've got some supplies here and whatnot. I can... Sure. I think Manny already tried that, didn't he? Perhaps, but I'm a bit more practiced than your wee little lad. So you're better than... Oh, man. I look at one of the birds and like, hear that, Cal? Manny might be out of the group. We have a real wizard. I have... I've been a student at... I've been a... Not a student. I've been a wizard of the citadel for oh yes yes don't need to hear your credentials cut my hand open let it bleed okay yeah like i just grab a knife and just... God damn. how much blood do you need well i suppose that will do it i really cut deep yes you did oh a lot mm-hmm. of blood yep should i get a cup i put it i get a cup it's just going in the dirt now he takes out, so you do that, and he takes out, like, a small font. As he's preparing, I just go get, like, a, like one of those ox horns, like, cups. Yeah. And then I also wrap the Peoria with the guy, and I'm like, I did it again. God, she wraps your hand up. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? You can't just keep doing that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bye. So... You do that, and by then you see he's got like uh, a silver mirror laid out and a small font with water, and there's crystal. You said a mirror? Yeah. I have a fear of mirrors, Cassie. Oh no. I might punch it. (laughs) It's like a small hand mirror, Adam. Okay. I was actually gonna roll to see if I just punch it. Do you? No. Okay. We'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick break. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tales of Nerds and Dragons podcast, featuring a bunch of people from across the Americas getting together and playing Dungeons and Dragons online. I am your DM, JJ, um, or Jay, Jalen, whatever you want to call me. My face, I don't care. Um, but I am accompanied by a lovely cast of people that um, are super excited to tell our stories and um, you guys along for the ride. I hope you enjoy and welcome to Tales of Nerds and Dragons. See you soon. Greetings, adventurers. It's your community innkeeper, Wander, here to talk about our sponsors. First off is our longtime friends over at Awesome Dice. They've got you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs, from metal and gemstone to their specialty dice. You can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. Make sure to visit AwesomeDice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add some more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today and gain the advantage in all your roles. Next up are our other long-term friends from Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They create these beautiful hex chests, dice boxes, dice trays, and towers and many more unique products in their store, including their catapults. You can find all their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com. Go check them out and look at all their great products. Get your dice catapult today and let them know we sent you. Lastly, we want to thank our awesome patrons for their support of the show. Thank you, Not That Chris Brown. I'm Fantastic, Kyle and P.T. Brown. Your support helps us make the show and brings more shenanigans and fun to you. If you want to get in on the extra advantage, check out our three tiers on Patreon for all the exclusive perks to the show, including early episode releases and our bonus campaign, The Repscallions, starring me, featuring a new group of adventurers still starring me. And don't forget to check us out all over social media like Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Looking us up at Party Advantage. As always, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you stay up to date with all our latest episodes and announcements. Lastly, don't forget to check out our website, PartyAdvantagePod.com. You'll find all our seasons and bonus episodes and check out all our content there as well. And with that all wrapped up, let's get back to the show. 
Actually, hang on, I'm reading this wrong. Okay, so, uh, yeah, he does pull out, like, a, a small mirror. He doesn't pull out, like, a font or anything. It's just, like, a small mirror. <laughs> That's, like, inlaid in silver. And he sets it down in between the two of you. And as he begins summoning and casting his spell, he has you, uh, or he takes some of the blood from your hand and, and just kind of like drips it over the mirror. Like and from the like, hand? I have a cup full. Or a cup, like, uh, that's what I meant, from the cup. He like sprinkles some of it. And you see that when it lands on the mirror, the mirror ripples a little bit before absorbing the blood. And then you see the mirror begin to glow and ripple for a moment. And all around you, like, a cold wind begins to pick up. And let's see. As you two wait for something to happen, you hear, like, the sound of a loud crow calling out in the distance. And it seems to reverberate and echo. And as you look around, like, the world around you almost seems to kind of freeze in place and slow down, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when you look back down at the mirror, you see a large black feather. Mm-hmm. The dwarf looks up to you, and he gives a really somber look. And he says, Lad, this isn't a good sign. This means only one thing when I get this sort of result. This means that the person you're looking for, and in this case your mother, has already passed beyond the veil. God damn it. I'm really sorry, lad. Can I kill something? What the fuck? Did you ask him that? Mm -hmm. Or are you just saying that? No, I ask him, I'm like, can I kill something? He kind of, like, looks around nervously. Ah. Uh, I mean, I, I understand that you're upset and all that. And I'm really sorry for your loss, lad. But this means that she's already passed within the realm of the Raven Queen. Well... And you see, like, the look on his face, like, just by how large this raven feather is and the way he looks at you, he still looks a little bit apprehensive at this. Like he's not telling me something? It. You can make an insight check if you want. I make it and I pass it. Okay. 16. Still not that bad. Uh, so yeah, with that, it... You see with the way his eyes are kind of like darting about at your guys' surroundings and everything, and again, like, to the feather, it looks like there's something more to it than just that your mom's dead. Like Mr. Mister Dwarf Wizard, are I you like... keeping something from me? not very good at lying, lad. I don't like doing it on principle. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, if there's something else, I would tell me, because I like to ax things to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, sometimes there are guardians that patrol the Vell, and when we go scrying or searching for souls, whether intentionally or unintentionally, that may garner the attention of some such guardians, you hear. Yeah. And we may have garnered such attentions of one such guardian. So what does that mean? That, that means we might be having a visitor here soon, I... Good. Uh, good? I'll kick their ass. You fight a, 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 an agent or a servant of the goddess of souls and death, I Yeah. People said the same thing about a dragon. Kicked its ass. 
True, but now you're moving into the forces of the veil and some such. I'm scared. Oh, you're a brave lad. Brave lad. Why are they going to come here? Because we look for a mom? Well, we didn't intend to, but like I said, sometimes we may draw unwanted attention from them. Where they at? Where they at? You hear another raven call, and, uh... Not now, Cal! <laughs> and you hear, like, a large flapping of wings and stuff, and after a moment, you hear a very posh voice behind you. Very deep and rich. And... Uh, you feel like this slight cold chill run down your spine. Well, isn't this a bit of interesting business we see here? Yeah, hi, I'm Tagoro. Do you turn around? Yeah. You turn around and you see this, like, tall, dark-skinned, uh, almost elvish-looking woman. She's got, like, pointed ears and red eyes and like very dark skin and black hair and she's wearing almost like a, a dress suit of sorts um, very proper looking with the way she stands and you see like um, kind of like a, a few bit of like black feathers dusting down like kind of floating around her that kind of settle and land at her feet and she looks to you now that wouldn't have been your blood now, would it, darling? So much of it. Looking for soul that belongs here now? Yes, so much of it with my blood. You do know that trying to mess about with souls here is against the rules? No, I did not know that. Oh, a first-time offender then. She looks to the dwarf. And not a first-time offender, if I'm correct. He bashfully looks away and he's like, I, I may have dabbled once or twice, I... And she kind of gives like a... That's not very proper of you, I would say. Now then, what seems to be the business here? I might be able to help clear things up. Then. I was just seeing what happened to my mom. That was it. Oh, I'm sorry about that, love. It would appear that your mother has recently departed. I'm so sorry for your loss. I assume you never had a chance to conclude things with her? Oh no, I never got to meet her. Oh, I see, I see. She gives like a small tap to her chin as she considers something. Well, it's not usually within the rules, but you're cute enough, I suppose. It is the first time if you promise not to do such things here again. I might be persuaded to allow perhaps a, a, a moment of two for a brief goodbye. A hugger. Oh. She like stiffens for a moment. You, When you go to hug her, she's like, the coldest thing you've even ever touched, like colder than Roisin. I've touched Roisin, I've hugged her. Nope, good. <laughs> she kind of like gives that awkward pat to your shoulder. There, there, lad, uh, boy. Also, I feel like she's never ever had this, so. She hasn't, that's why she's like, not quite sure what to do with it. Again, like when she pats you, it's like the icy coldest thing you've ever felt. Yay. Uh, all right. Um, if you'll just hold on for just a moment and, you know, just we won't do this bit of business again. 
She looks to the dwarf. And you will just add this to your tally. And if we have any sort of business like this with you again, well, we know where you sleep. <laughs> she gives kind of like this menacing chuckle and he just kind of like gives like this awkward like, <laughs> okay, shit my pants type look. And she leaves him just like, what a, what a lady, am I right? Hi. Yeah, hi. Like I said... You don't want to mess with uh, the guardians of the veil, lad. They uh, they mean business when it comes to tending to their souls and all that. So he's like staying like firm in his seat, like not getting up. And a few moments later, you hear another crow call out. And then the next thing you know, you hear like... I thought a it was a raven. Is it a crow or a raven? A crow. Okay, you said raven yeah. earlier. Raven? What? I mean, like, they're, they're the same type of bird, really. Wow, they, racist. Nope, <laughs> it's not really. Racist. So, uh, he he sits there and, and everything, and you hear another crow call, raven call, and then after a moment, you hear a voice that you've never heard before but at the same time it it feels so warm and so familiar and suddenly before you you see her you see your mom she's tall she's the same shade of like light green as you with those same blue eyes that you have um, she has kind of like a faux hawk going on that hangs off to one side. And she has these like large muscles and she's just like a few inches taller than you, but not so much. And you see like on her shoulder pad is like this embossed uh, pauldron with a, a wolf a snarling wolf head and a fur mantle across her shoulder. And you see she's got like these rippling, like not these rippling, she's got these iron gauntlets across around both her wrists and, and everything. And once she sees you, she's the first thing she says is your name. Tagoro. Mommy. Koro. She just like holds her arms out to you. I hug her. And it is like the warmest hug you have ever felt. It's strong. The way you just fit into her arms and she holds you tight. Missed you so much. And I've been so worried about you. I've been trying to find you. I know. And I've been trying to find you that... Last time when I saw you in that that place, I'd been trying to to concentrate. I don't even know where to begin. I don't know how to explain everything. You must have so many questions for me. Yeah, he's just like he's just enjoying this time with her. He just he kind of knows in the back of the head this is not long. Yeah, and it seems like maybe she needs it more than him. Yeah, she just like. She she just looks at you and she like runs a hand through your really messy hair. <laughs> She's like, look at you. You're so tall and strong. Uh, I've killed a dragon. You two. Nuh-uh. Two? Yeah. Dragons? Well, I didn't think those things. Wait a minute. In that one place, there was that. Um, that yeah, strange, I killed like, him. Yeah. What was that place? I was trying this to concentrate on. such. Dude, Garrus is fall. Who's Garrus? I tell him about Garrus. How oh he's the worst, oh but my the goodness. best. I was trying to concentrate on you, and the next thing I knew, I found myself like in that strange place that didn't make any sense, and there were these rooms that kept showing me things, and I was terrified for you. And then, then I saw you, and you threw that stone to me, and I couldn't get it to work. What the fuck was that? Was it like a, a knife sharpener? 
Oh no, that was a son of stance sending. We could have talked to each other if you oh concentrated. My God, I didn't realize that. I thought you were sending me like a sharpening stone. I kept using it for my dagger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two were laugh so hard on that one. <laughs> I thought you were being a really helpful son. I was so proud of you. I mean, did it help? Did it sharpen? It did. I was oh, using okay. it for my dagger. I killed so many basilisks with my dagger. Mental no-task, Manny. That would ruin ascending stone. <laughs> oh. Anyways, I I wanted to keep you safe. That's why I left you with the 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 Crogblast wolves because it just it wasn't safe keeping you with me with what I was doing. I'm so Fighting sorry. Fighting the. Uh the orcs the one orcs the steel thunders well yeah. it wasn't just the steel thunders i was also i was also working on freeing slaves from some of the human kingdoms from especially the kingdom of rymore and from the people who killed your father and and all that who killed daddy his people Kingdom of Rhymor? Yeah. Do I know anything about them? No. I mean... Oh, wait, are you asking me oh, out of character? Yeah. Yeah, you're a half-orc. So, she, what she's trying to tell you is your dad was a human. Well, bro, I know that. I'm starting to say, do I know anything about the Kingdom of Rhymor? Oh, the Kingdom of Rhymor. It's one of the most um, sh powerful human kingdoms that has, like, the biggest slave trade in all of Arius along next oh, to like I'm Jordan. gonna murder so many yeah. people so that's why I had to keep you with the Crogblast wolves uh, they're some of the best wolves that I've the pack of wolves I've ever trusted in the mountains and they did a good job taking care of you I mean look at you you're so big and strong I killed dragons I know I just I didn't, I was always meant to come back for you, but I just kept fighting and stuff. And then when I came to find you, I couldn't find you. And I, I've always felt terrible for that. And I'm so sorry, Tagoro. It's okay. We have yeah. now. We do. And I'm sorry it's here. <laughs> I wish it's it right. wasn't. <laughs> She's being nice today. Point to the crow lady. She's off to the side. She's being very nice. Yeah. Yeah. But... I have a girlfriend. I point to Fiora. Well, Fiora's not here right now. Oh. Her name's Fiora. She is the Steel Thunder's daughter, but she's not what you think. Wait, what? Really? The Steel Thunder Chieftain's daughter. Well, I knew... I knew he had a kid. And... But she was outcasted or something. Yeah, she didn't like killing young kids for no reason. Wow. So, wow. I'm with her. She goes berserk every so often. It hurts everyone, but it's cool. She doesn't hurt you, though, right? Hell no, I punched her in the face once. Really? You hit a girl? She wanted me to. Consent. Uh-huh. I mean, all right. I guess, if that's the way you two swing. Well, I was trying to help work her daddy issues, oh, and then okay. that triggered her berserker issues, and just oh, not proud of it. I had to be like, yeah. Deal th you gotta be careful with Steel Thunders, son. They've got some messed up, like, blood magic in them that just, like, <sighs> fuck you up. I have three kind of adopted children. Um, Ramathorn, he's an iron... Got an ironhorn ram? Yeah, I tamed him. Oh, lucky. And then Edab. I don't know what an Edab is. I describe him. That's a knoll. And then I just adopted or just hatched a jade baby dragon. Oh. Nice. It might be like the end of the world type dragon or the end of the civilization. I, I don't know. Apparently orcs are made from jade people and yeah. You've done so much it sounds like. Holy cow. Yeah. 
Oh, man. I just, uh, I feel like I've missed so much. You've done so much. Yeah, but you've done so much, too. I, I've tried. <laughs> There's not a lot of our tribe left, I'll be honest. It's just like me and, well, I guess now just you. But yeah, yeah. But it, do I see like the symbol of our tribe uh, on her? She taps to the pauldron on her shoulder with the wolf head. Okay. What was our tribe's name? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not Krogblast. That that was the wolves that we I trusted and and you know worked with. Um, your our our tribe, our people are actually the we're fierce fang can you type that in the chat so i know we always have it and never forget it yeah. a little screen pops up on her there you go kiddo yay yeah and i guess i guess you probably want to know my name since yeah yeah uh yeah my my name's arna 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 fierce fang what's dad's name Oh, um, do you really want to go and find out more about him? Wouldn't I? I just don't want you to get hurt or in trouble or anything. Oh, uh, I've already, I'll probably already kick their ass. I don't already don't like slavery. Well, neither do I. That's why. Right? Tried to Axe do in the face, right? I mean, I did, if it helps, I did kill his brother. His brother? Uncle did this? Well, his uncle is the one who imprisoned me while I was pregnant with you. <gasps> or his, yeah. Yeah. Just give me the name. I'll go from there. Well, your father's name was... Here, let me type this in here again. <laughs> Deepin. No. Randall. No. Randy? No. It's a stupid name. I didn't think you were going to ask me for your dad's name. So I think the only time I'm ever going to get to talk to my mom, kind of need to know my the important things. That, yep. Am I allergic They're to anything? Date of birth? <laughs> Allergies and all that jazz. Kind of need, need, need to know those things. Your dad's name is... Your father's name is Tristan of House McAllister. Yay! And they are... They... <laughs> the, your father was a noble of one of the human... Yeah. In Rymore. I don't know how rankings and stuff in the human kingdoms are. I didn't get that much involved with it with your, with your dad. He didn't tell me as much. Um, I just know he was of a noble house. No, that's cool. That doesn't matter. So how'd you guys meet? Um, he was ranging Hot. on a patrol and got separated from them Hot. during a storm in the blood plains. And he and I met and he thought I was going to kill him, but I didn't. And we fell in love instead and we found reasons to meet and i may have risked a few times sneaking into his family's estate and eventually got caught and that didn't go very well he was going to come and run away with me and we were going he was going to come join our tribe our clan and that didn't pan out his brother found out and had me arrested and instead it's gonna have his brother executed your dad executed and I managed to escape before I was executed and you killed uncle bad person right yeah I killed the fuck out of him fuck yeah high five she high fives you the uh the veil guardian looks to you too and kind of gives a gives you a nod Tigora just hugs her like cries and hugs her she, she hugs you back I hate this I hate this there's so much more I wish I could oh. well it's morbid 
But let me get my business done here on this plane, and then when I'm old and I die, hopefully we meet again. Can I look at the Veil Guardian? She she gives a nod, like, yes. See? Yeah. And that's... See, this is a goodbye. I know, I just... I wish I could have been better and been here, and we could have had more time. Did you ever save anyone? I saved lots of people, I guess. Then yeah. your life was good. And he hugs her again. She hugs you tighter this time and whispers in your ear, I'm so proud of you. I killed the dragon. Killed a fucking dragon too. Killed well, two one was a dragon. One was like a shadow dragon. I'm so like proud of you. A shadow god dragon. I don't she know if I like, told you that. She just like kisses your head. Just kisses your cheek. I'm so proud of you, Takoro. Just keep being a badass, okay? Keep being a fierce fang and just kick ass, alright? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love you so much. Love you. Mm. As you two hold each other, the air around you begins to swirl and everything, and one moment you're holding her, and the next minute you're back in the blood plains, back on the scar, and there's just like a flutter of feathers, and you're sitting across from the dwarven wizard again, and everything's back to normal. Hi. You all right, lad? I ugly cried. Yeah, he kind of looks a little bit choked up. I, <clears throat> I, uh, I. Stop messing with the Guardian's souls. I don't, I don't mess with the Guardian's souls, lad. I just, you know, you want to peek in on people that you haven't seen in a long time, and it's hard. Yes, but they're going to take your soul next time or something. Stop it. Hey, I, I won't be messing with no Guardian souls again. I promise. Cross my heart and hope to not die. Okay. Okay. Now then. I. Okay. All right then. Now. I suppose we should go and join the others and finish up our business here, I? Yeah. You're a good lad, you know? Yay. I killed a dragon. Yeah. And looks like you made your mother proud, too. Not to, not that I was nosying or listening or anything like that. Hell yeah. Aye. Alright then. So, with that, you two go and join the others. And, uh, yeah. So, and with that, Goro got to learn a few things about his mom and, and everything. I leveled up. Yay! And... You know what? Yeah. I leveled up and I emotionally leveled up. You emotionally leveled up. <laughs> sure. Tagore does take out his secret hidden notebook of people who wronged him. And on it, so, you know, like Alt Retina and, you know, Crossed Off and whatnot. He writes the city of Raynor on it. Well, it's not a city, it's a kingdom. Rymor is a kingdom. Rymor. He writes the kingdom of Rymor. I'll add that to the notes here for you. Kingdom of Rymore. Yeah, he has that to the list of people to hurt. Silver Seeker Scroll. And Keister's it back up there. Gross. All right, then. And with that, we will call it there. Yay! Yay! All righty. Well, good job! Yay! Hopefully it wasn't too emotional for you. It was. Can I get out of here? You sure. hurt my heart. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, bye. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.